St. Elias is credited with performing the first resurrection on the only son of a widow. He cried to the Lord and said, O Lord my God, let the soul of this child, I beseech thee, return into his body. And the Lord heard the voice of Elias, and the soul of the child returned into him, and he revived. It's recorded in the New Testament that our Lord Jesus Christ raised Lazarus and the daughter of Jairus from the dead. But have you ever heard of St. John Bosco resurrecting anyone? The highlight of Don Bosco's life is what we will be covering in today's episode of The Miracles and Prophecies of St. John Bosco, a project of America Needs Fatima. I'm your host, Matthew Miller. This account was written by Joseph Brogio to Father John Bonetti and subsequently documented and released to the public. Here is the most extraordinary event of 1849. Charles, a 15-year-old boy who attended Don Bosco's oratory of St. Francis de Sales, fell seriously ill and was at death's door. His father owned a small restaurant and the family lived on its upper floor. The doctor told the parents the boy was in critical condition and they advised him to go to confession. When asked, he said he greatly desired to see Don Bosco, his ordinary confessor. Unfortunately, much to the boy's grief, Don Bosco was out of town, so they sent for the assistant pastor. The boy died less than two days later, repeatedly asking for Don Bosco. Soon after Don Bosco returned, he learned people had come several times looking for him. The boy, Charles, whom he knew so well, was on his deathbed and eagerly wanted to speak to him. Don Bosco hastened to the boy's house, and the waiter told him, It's too late. He died twelve hours ago. Don Bosco smiled and replied, Oh no, you think he's dead, but he's only sleeping. As the waiter stared at him with mocking disbelief, Don Bosco replied, Do you want to bet a pint that he's not dead? In the meantime, the boy's parents had come downstairs and, hearing his words, told him amid tears that poor Charles was dead indeed. It can't be, Don Bosco replied. Can I see him? They immediately ushered him into the wake room. His mother and an aunt were praying at his bedside. As was the custom, the body was laid out for burial and enveloped in a sheet with a veil over his face. A lamp flickered next to the bed. Don Bosco drew near it, wondering, was his last confession well made? Where is his soul now? And asked the person who ushered him into the room to withdraw. He said a short and fervent prayer, blessed the dead boy, and called him in a commanding voice, Charles, get up. The corpse began to stir. Don Bosco quickly hid the funeral lamp, ripped open the sheet, and uncovered the boy's face. Charles opened his eyes as though waking from a deep slumber, looked around and sat up, asking, Where am I? His gaze finally fell on Don Bosco. Don Bosco, he exclaimed, If only you knew how much I wanted to see you. I sent for you so many times. I need you very badly. It is God who sent you. Am I glad you woke me up? Me too, Don Bosco replied. Now tell me everything you want. I'm here for you. The boy continued, Oh, Don Bosco, I should be in hell. In my last confession, I didn't dare confess a sin committed a few weeks earlier. A bad companion talked me into it. I had a terrible dream that I was on the edge of a huge furnace, 
and many devils were chasing me. As they were about to push me over, a lady stepped between me and those ugly monsters, saying, Wait, he has not yet been judged. I was terribly frightened. Then I heard you calling me, and I woke up. Now I want to make my confession. His mother and aunt, who had been present all along, couldn't believe their eyes. At a word from Don Bosco, they hastened to summon the rest of the family, badly shaken. The poor young man had recovered from his fear of those demons long enough to begin his confession with every sign of true repentance. His mother and the rest of the family walked into the room as Don Bosco was giving him absolution. Turning to his mother, Charles said, Don Bosco is saving me from hell. Charles was entirely lucid for a couple of hours, but his body remained cold, even though he could move, look around, and talk. Among other things, he repeatedly asked Don Bosco to tell the boys to always and sincerely confess all their sins. Don Bosco finally said, You are now in the state of grace. Heaven stands open for you. Do you want to go there or stay here with us? I want to go to heaven, the boy replied. Goodbye then. See you in heaven, Don Bosco said. Young Charles closed his eyes and quietly fell asleep again in the Lord. Unlike what one might suppose, the event caused no big stir in the city. Don Bosco acted most naturally when he said the boy was not dead. Indeed, people focused all their attention on the continuing political agitation and strife in the early months of that year. Furthermore, the family kept the matter secret out of respect for the boy's memory and hushed it even among their neighbors. Nevertheless, the word spread among the boy's companions, and this episode was accepted for many years in the oratory as an undisputed fact. They knew the restaurant's name and location, the boy's full name, and where his family had originally come from, and his long-standing friendship with Don Bosco. This chapter in the biographical memoirs of St. John Bosco, where we found this story, goes on and on documenting the testimonials of this miracle, removing all doubt as to the veracity of this account. There's every reason to believe that God endowed St. John Bosco with incredible gifts that prove his prophetism and show that he was a true saint for our times. I implore all of you to pray to him, not only every day, but especially in seemingly impossible situations. He was so good and kind that I'm sure he'll storm heaven on your behalf. Thank you all so much for watching, and please consider helping me with a small monthly donation by following the link in the description below so that I can continue making videos and reach more people with the precious gift of the stories of St. John Bosco's life. God bless you, and Our Lady keep you. St. John Bosco, pray for us.